mysteries around us and we've always been surrounded by mystery and it's those that are open to discover what the mysteries are that are able to be able to share it with others and for those that are fearless or curious that want to know and the moment that you say you're open to it yep. it starts it starts to happen uh, and I, I, you're beacon in the lighthouse and you're providing the light for those out uh out there in the rough seas of life and a lot of times people want to leave this the, the the safety of the lighthouse you know to go and be out there on, on you know on that ship with their loved one but that just means you're getting tossed and turned too you know by the rough waves of life you know so being able to be that beacon of light to guide them into the safety of the harbor you know so that way they actually have a chance to be able to get it but if we allow ourselves to just shine our light they it will guide them out and they'll find their way out of the darkness you know because we all got to get lost to find yourself and you usually you go through the dark to come out into the light you know and knowing that it's all all right wherever you're at it's all all right if you're open to it it's all right if you're not open to it that's all right too you know and just know that you take every day as a blessing you know one step at a time even if it's a small step it's still a step if you allow yourself to face your fears you know as best you can um be open to receive support be open to ask for help and allow yourself to receive the help and know that uh by you being able to receive your blessings you're able to show others that they can receive their blessings too because you know your blessings are your blessings and if you go trying to give your blessings to others they're unable to receive it because it's your blessing so but you can teach them how to receive their blessing and that's just you know that's what we're called here to do i'm just going to uh, repeat what you said because that was just such a pearl you got to accentuate the positive wow, i feel good a little bit of feel good goes a long way you're listening to Karen Swain, teacher of deliberate creation, accentuating the positive, showing you a way to a better life. Accentuating the positive, it's not just bad, it's sanity. Who in their right mind would accentuate anything else? Hello and welcome to another show. Where am I? Hello and welcome to uh, Accentuate the Positive with Karen Swain. We're in hysterics. It's always fabulous to be with you again. So great to be with you again. Uh, and please, and please like and share the shows. And you know, I got to do the spiel. Share, 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 subscribe, subscribe. Everyone does it. You must get so sick of people saying that on every podcast show. <laughs> I have the gorgeous Darrell Stokes with me today. He's just told me how to say his name. I was like, is it Daryl? He goes, no, it's Darrell. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome, Darrell. Thank and, you for uh, having me. I'm so excited about this show. The, 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 I was just saying to Darrell, um, Sue Walker said to me when I had her on the show, the first time I had her on the show, oh, you've got to meet Darrell, check him out and uh, put him on your show. And I said, yeah, yeah, all right, let's do that. And uh, just tuning into Darrell's energy, I'm just like so excited. We're going to talk all things orbs and angels and ETs and we're going to go there. But let me just tell you a little bit about Darrell, uh, Darrell Stokes has a strong connection with the spirit world since a near-death experience when he was a child at the age of seven. A spiritual intuitive Reiki practitioner, sound healer. Okay, there's a million um, things. L-M-T-M-M-P. I don't know what any of that means. What's that mean? Licensed massage therapist, medical massage practitioner. There you go. <laughs> and Spirit photographer, Darrell is able to communicate with angels, star beings, elementals, and orbs. 
and we're going to talk all about that uh, and show you some photographs and I was just we you know we were chatting before the show I said we've got to turn the recording on because I was telling him about an experience I had the other day with my neighbor being here but let's talk about what happened to you when you were seven what was going on so that was um you know it was quite quite traumatic for me you know my me and my best friend were racing home from school to see who could, who could make it to the house first and we decided to try to cross the street a little bit ahead of their cross guard and a drunk driver you know ran past their cross guard and and hit my best friend right in front of me and it felt like something grabbed me by the shirt and pulled me back uh, but he was hit and um and he, he he said mama and then he landed on the ground and he was gone um and i i ran home um and my mom wasn't home and i ran home my grandmother was always home but that day she was not home um and literally i i didn't know what to do uh but that was that was my experience that pretty much triggered everything and I was just reflecting back. I've had several near-death experiences, you know, in my life, but that one at, at seven was was the trigger point, if you will, for you know the the sensitivity uh, to the spirit world, you know. So next, you know, feeling things, seeing things, hearing things, and you know, the picking this up when other people don't know what it is or how to relate to it, and of course, some um, want you to not talk about it or to suppress it or you know to just let it go away, um, but it uh, it. It, it's always been there. It's kind of like the matrix, if you will, you know, it was like the red pill or the blue pill and, yep. and uh, Pandora's box was open. There was no, there was no closing it after that. And, you know, so seven and then 10, my, my goodness, my phone is just like, they won't leave me alone. <laughs> Turn it off, honey. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're talking that sucker off. <laughs> so it was, um, you know, I'd, I'd get premonitions or I'd, you know, sense things and of course, you know, give a heads up, you know, they wouldn't believe me and then it would happen. Then it's like, who told you? And it's like, well, you know, whoever, you know, shared it with me, uh, spirit did. And, you know, I come to learn that uh, my grandfather who had passed, you know, before I was born, you know, was an ordained minister. Uh, so I'm the grandson of a preacher man, you know, and um, so it, it's it's very much and it runs in the family, you know, or sharing messages. And, you know, the, my grandmother, uh, my, my dad's mom was, you know, Eastern Cherokee, you know, so there was a, you know, natural strong connection, you know, on, on you know, flowing from there. And she always encouraged me to use my gifts. You know, and I just wanted to be able to get them, understand them, you know, how, what is this, you know, how do I develop it, how do I use it, and, and that, you know, getting called here to Sedona was really just opened all that up, mm -hmm. uh, e even more so, because I wanted to know, you know, where do I belong? Um, why was I born to the family I was born to, you know, why was I born in, to, in Bowling Green, Kentucky, and, uh, you know, the four orbs appeared, you know, at my bedside, and it's like, you know, and there's like, don't be afraid, easy for you to say, you're a glowing orb, <laughs> but the, the orbs identify themselves, and like, who are you, and it's, uh, you know, the, for me, it's, I clearly, Archangel Michael, Raphael, Uriel, and Gabriel, that's a lot, um, but it was Archangel Uriel, you know, and I didn't really, I, I wasn't familiar with the Archangels at all. Um, so doing the research, Archangel Uriel, Archangel of Enlightenment, and he asked me a question. He said, Darrell, what do you want to know? And I said, I want to know the truth. You know, why was I born to this family here? What are my gifts? Where is my, where is my real family or my soul family? What am I supposed to do? 
and he he answered me archangel you answered me you were born to the family that uh to your family because that was the greatest way for you to awaken you know when you when you're born into a family and you feel like you don't belong or you feel like you're the black sheep you know like i just they don't they don't get me and but that you're placed there to help you to trigger you know because if if you don't have the trials and tribulations how can you grow and boy family will really assist you in growing you know or, or, or realizing that i don't feel fit in or not not quite the norm um and, you know, family's great for that. So my family, you know, uh, helped me to realize that, I, you know, there's something else for me to do. And it, it's funny how, how life works, but, you know, that uh, being around them, you know, that well, that was my triggering. And, you know, wrote a letter in the fourth grade, you know, the Jiminy Cricket, you know, saying someday I work at Disney World and classmates laughed at me and said that never happened i received a letter back autographed picture from mickey mouse i still have to this day and i ended up working at walt disney world you know the attraction host tour guide concierge um but literally you know who knew you know that tinkerbell always believed in tinkerbell and little did i know that i would actually end up you know um being able to connect and communicate with fairies and elementals you know so literally that you know from being at walt disney world and and then coming here to Sedona uh, and being able to, you know, photograph fairies. And what I come to learn was Walt Disney lived here in Sedona. Uh, they named Disney Lane after him. And I did not know that Walt Disney named Big Thunder Mountain Railroad after Thunder Mountain here in Sedona. Wow. You know, so that was uh, I went to Disney University and got my mouse and my doctorate, you know, and we didn't even know about that, you know, there. So it was, you know full circle you know that literally you know from kentucky to florida to you know sedona arizona and how it was all connected so it's just like wow this is life reads like a fairy tale because it's like come on really you work at disney you know fairies and then you're actually seeing them <laughs> and it's like but that's my life you know literally that that's my life i can't i can't make it up and you know <laughs> being you know being here and you know, I had a reading, you know, when I came here nine years ago, I was here for three weeks in November 2011, you know, uh, after having dreams and visions uh, of Sedona, or at least of Bell Rock and Cathedral Rock, but I didn't know what they were. I kept seeing them in my dreams over and over and over, and I'm colorblind, so, you know, seeing, I couldn't tell that they were the red rocks, you know, but I'm like, where is that at? Why do I keep seeing that? You know, where is that at and where am I supposed to go? And I heard turn on the TV. So I turned on the TV and on August 2nd of 2011, I turned on the TV on the Travel Channel and there on the Travel Channel, Ghost Adventures, they're talking about Sedona, Arizona and Jerome, Arizona. So there it was. And there, of course, Bell Rock and Cathedral Rock. So I typed it up and sure enough, the moment that I laid eyes on it, it felt like I'd been here before. It felt like home. Sedona felt like home. And it's like, okay, so this feels really interesting. So I you know, doing the research and I'm guided to reach out to various people. So I start calling them up and I said, I know this sounds crazy, but I'm being guided to contact you. I don't know why, uh, but the individuals that I reached out to uh, really assisted me in being able to understand my gifts even more. 
uh, one of them, uh, Pete Sanders Jr. You know, I, I'd read his book, You Are Psychic. And uh, I'd said, maybe someday I'd be able to meet him. And little did I know, you know, that that was already in the works. Uh, but someone heard me say, I'd love to meet him. And they're like, you want to meet Pete? I know Pete. And they introduced me to Pete. And uh, he autographed my book. And uh, he said, you're, you're meant to be here. Because I kept telling him, I, I want to come in August, but I keep getting three weeks in November. But I don't know why. And he's like, your intuition is pretty spot on. We got a lot of things opening up and developing there, you know, classes and whatnot. So I came and I got to attend uh, all the 11-11 stuff. I did not know that that's what it was, but I ended up being in Sedona on 11-11-11. You know, the, I was here for three weeks from November 5th through November 24th. Uh, I had something amazing happen to me every single day. Uh, that I just I couldn't explain it you know like you're gonna you're being called to the chapel of the holy cross I'm like I don't know where that's at and it's like you will find it and sure enough Archangel Michael I'm guided to the chapel of the holy cross and there's a lady there in the parking lot wearing a blue fleece you know jacket you know and she's got cross crosses on her tire rims and it's like is that an interesting sign but she's like you know I apologize for crying i said it's okay i was archangel michael told me to come here and she's like really because he told me to come here too so that's how i met my friend michelle in the chapel of the holy cross's parking lot and you know while i was also here i had a vision that i would meet um my dear beloved on the mountaintop and it's like right you're supposed to meet your your beloved on the mountaintop well i did i met my beloved here in sedona on a mountaintop on 11 11 11 wow. you know so that was like okay i'm like I met her, but I got a lot of work to do. So, you know, if I'm ever to meet her again, you know, like what are the odds of that? You know, I just wanted to be able to meet her. And sure enough, I literally, I met her on the mountaintop and I, I took a picture of her. So literally in my Facebook albums titled 11, 11, 11, there's literally the first picture of me meeting my girlfriend, you know, on that mountaintop, you know? So it was like, uh, when I came here, I wanted to know the spirit was real. You know, so I was like, I just need confirmation. I, growing up, I felt you, I, I believed. And now, of course, you get older, you start to doubt. You start, you know, am I crazy or whatnot? Um, and I just, I just, I need to know. You know, being diagnosed manic depressive bipolar, you know, hear things, see things, feel things. And yet I do, I do hear things, feel things and see things. So, you know, and it's interesting because I showed my, my, my doctor, you know, the, the same photos is like, this is what I see. And he's like, wow. And he was able to break down. That looks like a fairy. Those look like orbs. Like, okay, so you're seeing the same thing that I'm seeing. What do you think? He's like, I think I need to bump up your medication. (laughs) (laughs) You know, doctors. Yeah, you know, so they <laughs> he he just he couldn't wrap his his mind around what he was seeing. Paradigm and shift. If you're open to it, it's going to appear because it's always been there. You know, we're multi-dimensional beings. You know, living a multi-dimensional existence, and they say that these things don't exist, but they've always been there. You know, and absolutely, it, and it's funny that. It's fine to be skeptical. I was skeptical, you know, because it's like I. They kept saying, "Bring a camera, bring a camera, get a camera." And I'm like, "I have a camera. I have a little compact." And they're like, "You need another camera." And I'm like, "No, this is the camera I have, and I'm fine with it." And my camera disappeared. I couldn't find it, so I had to buy a new camera when I came out to Sedona. Uh, but the new camera, it ended up costing it was 105. It was fairly cheap, but 105. That was the address 
of the person who took me out on the tour. You know, my, my, uh, my dear friend, Mark, he lived at 105 Mountain Shadow Drive. And so, okay, so, so the connections were there. And then I, I had had dreams to, where to stay at. So I stayed at the Skyrim's Lodge uh, and the Bell Rock Inn. Uh, and when I was at the, the Skyrim's Lodge, this gentleman appeared at my bedside and it's like, okay, this is too trippy. Who are you? He was dressed in a blue tank top, khaki pants, hiking boots, and he had these rings on and a blue beanie. And I'm like, who are you? <laughs> I've never met this guy before. And he took me, he took me out to the overlook and he pointed out towards Sedona. And I said, well, what does this mean? You know, he said, your bridge, your connector. I said, well, what does that mean? You know, that I'm a bridge or connector. I don't understand. Little did I know you know, that I would be a bridge and connection from the spirit world to the human world. And that was, so they were prepping me, but I just, it, it was, uh, I just wasn't aware. So I, I, I called and told Mark that I had this vision of this gentleman there and I described okay. him to it. Okay, hang on, hang on. So the guy with the khaki pants or khaki pants and the beanie, uh-huh. was he a, a physical dude or a, or a spiritual dude? He was a spiritual dude. It turns out he was he was the old partner, um, business partner of, of my friend Mark. He went, oh. he had passed back on December 30th of 2010. Yeah, oh. you know, so his name was Harold. I never met Harold in real life, but Harold appeared to me, you know, at Sedona, and he's pointing at like over towards Mark's house. So I told Mark about it. And because I had left my, my jacket over his house. So when I went to go pick up the jacket, he said, I want to show you something. He brings out this silk bag and he opens it up. And there's the rings that the gentleman was wearing, you know. So, yeah. And and I have a picture of those, too, also in, 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 in the Facebook photo album. So it's like literally everything that I was experiencing, I documented all of it, you know, because it's like, who's going to believe this? So literally the first seven years of the photo albums literally documented my life of what I was experiencing, not only in Sedona, but also having to return back to Kentucky. So because I said, I'm never going back there. I have no reason to go back there. I'm done with that place. And what I learned, whenever you say you're not doing something and you're you're going to do it. You know, so that was me. And I ended up having to go back every single year, the, literally for the past. Uh, this year is the only year that I've not been back to Kentucky to see my family, uh, which showed me that whatever work I was doing was complete. Now it was time to start working on me. And what do you know? Uh, my North Node is in Sagittarius, which is being able to see the unseen world, you know, and being able to teach others how to um to see it, how to connect with it. I got, th- I have three planets in, in the third house. You know, my, my son is in Scorpio in the third house. My Mercury is in Scorpio in the third house and my Neptune is in Sagittarius in the third house. So a lot of messages, you know, sharing messages and my rising is Virgo. So there's being of service and it's like, good gracious. So Mercury also rules Virgo. So there it is messenger. And it's like, well, bloodline messenger, life messenger and it's like okay so i share messages i do readings and it's like okay this is i had a reading here when i first came in 2011 and uh miss joya she said look they're gonna seek you out you know the uh, (laughs) yeah right you know and she said and you're gonna be moving here archangel michael says you're moving here and i said no way i got too much stuff going on in kentucky i literally i ended up moving here less than a month and a half later you know january 6 2012 i was here in sedona and 
I, I was doing readings at by the end of the month, which was like, what sort of, you know, the Reiki, crystal healing, theta healing, Reiki drumming, just everything started to open up all this stuff that was foreign to me, I, you know, um, ascension, awakening, like, huh, I don't understand any of that stuff. Uh, so literally it was like night and day from the east coast to the west coast you know it's like because it's so heavy and dense over there and it was so expansive and wide open over here well maybe that's why they keep sending you back there Darrell to do the work and what I come yeah. to realize was um, Bowling Green is a lot of um, limestone and water cave system limestone is a, a powerful conductor of energy as well as water so what do you know that there's all these individuals, you know, over there, um, you know, dealing with all this, this energy, uh, but they're not aware of it, you know, cause it's like, well, heck over in Kentucky, you had the civil war, you had the, you know, the Cherokee, the Shawnee and, and whatnot. You had all these various um, historical events happening over there. So there's a lot of energy over on the land, you know, the, um, and so I just, I couldn't understand it, you know, but they say misery loves company. So when you're, around it but you don't get it and you're like why is why is it always shifting or whatnot and that was that was part of part of the understanding of it i did not know that um smack dab in bowling green kentucky there's four blue holes you know at lost river cave you know system there and like blue holes there's something you'll see in belize or you know out out somewhere but okay what is a blue hole so like a blue hole is like a, a very deep underground uh or water uh, system tunnel system if you will mm-hmm. and um there are four of them in bowling green kentucky at lost river cave and nobody knows where it leads to uh, people that put things in it but they never found out where they came where it came out at so you have these um these blue holes that um the holds this water that nobody knows where it leads to and and the river lost river you know literally is up comes out from underneath you know <laughs> the the city and flows out but they don't know where it leads to you know so you know the back in the 1800s there the it was rumored that jesse james's hideout was over at lost river cave um but they just didn't know where the blue hose led to so that's one of the spots that i went i was called to to go around taking photos at and um quite a remarkable couple of photos have showed up there so what did your guidance say about where they lead to and what they're for because you know you know the underground tunnel systems you know that i mean we have the world's largest cave system mammoth cave is is in kentucky too you know so uh with all that so it's like it it is very possible that you know there there could be reptilians or, or something like that there who's to say um I just found it very interesting that, you know, in a place like Bowling Green, Kentucky, there would be four blue holes smack dab in the middle, you know, of, of the city um, that just I'd been there my whole life. And I just like, ah, you know, I didn't really think of it, you know, mm-hmm. uh, until coming back, you know, from Sedona to back there. And it's like, I have such a greater appreciation for nature now, mm-hmm. you know, thanks to being out here. And uh, that, that was uh, a big, big uh, awakening. You know, in Australia, we have such a barren landscape. You fly over the States and it's like one of the most, it's like a paradise when you fly over the States. It's so green and lush and mountains and you see water and it's, you fly over Australia, you, you just see desert, you know, from the air, it's just red. <laughs> but underneath the centre of Australia is, is the great artesian basin. It's like this underwater sea. 
And one day when the energy shifts more, like we're going through a big shift, you know, December 21st, but when the energy shifts more, that sea will rise and replenish the the land down here and turn it and turn it into a paradise but that's a whole nother story but it's just interesting that there's so much under the ground yeah there's so much there that we just don't know you know and um, i guess those blue holes are just a just a pointing to what you know to pointing to what is underneath us there's so many mysteries around us and we've always been surrounded by mystery and it's those that are open to discover what the mysteries are that are able to be able to share it with others. And for those that are fearless or curious that want to know, and the moment that you say you're open to it, it starts, it starts to happen. And I, I wanted to be able to strengthen my gifts and understand my abilities. I wanted to be able to connect with them more. And I kept asking, you know, how do I learn more about the angels? How do I learn more about the ascendant masters? You know, what are the divine universal laws? And I literally had a book fall off a shelf, hit me in the shoulder (laughs) and, you know, and fall on the ground. And everybody was like, they turned around to look like maybe you're supposed to buy that book. And literally the book was it was called and the light shall set you free mm-hmm. you know and it was a channel book but when i opened it up it had the archangels it had the ascendant masters uh it had the divine universal laws everything that i was asking about it had it in it wow. so it was like i read that book in three days you know mm-hmm. and it was like because it was you know just soaking it up and what i come to understand was these beings we've always known because we're 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 eternal beings having a human experience you know the we're beings of light you know so our toes are our souls are eternal so we've been here and done this before on numerous amounts of time and the gifts that you have you've mastered from past lives which is why there is natural is breathing now so for me can i just say something uh your shirt just went from pink to orange (laughs) yo it's orange yeah it's orange I don't know, maybe I'll have to look at the replay. It just like there was a flash and the, the colour changed. It was like looking more like a pink shirt. Anyway, go, go on, go on. It was just like this is bizarre before my, you are you are a so, magical being, Terrell. You. you are magical. Oh, where's goosebumps? <laughs> you so are magical. You are just one of the most magical. Anyway, go on. So, so pink is healing, not only healing for you, but for people around you. It's the healing, you know, green is, is the color considered healing, but pink is also healing for you and other people as well. Um, so that's, and there's the goosebumps again. So that um, healing <laughs> for everyone. The, and this just, you know, the I can't talk about it unless I've experienced it. And a lot of my experiences, people are like, that can't be, that's not real. There's no way that happened. And yet it's my life. It has happened. I have no reason to fabricate it. You know, it's like when people like, well, the, how do you know it's spirit? God has no reason to lie to you. God has no reason to lie to you. So if you're asking for a sign, if you're asking to know how's the best way the spirit can communicate with you, uh, usually goosebumps, gut feeling, sensation on the back of your head, top of your head, forehead, your body is the perfect antenna for receiving messages for spirit, you know, because when you get the goosebumps, you know, that's hello. That's an attention getter. You get that gut feeling, you know, and the more that you listen to that, the more that you trust that, the more that you use that, the stronger it becomes. So everybody has intuition. 
uh, everybody has beautiful gifts of clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, being able to feel, hear, hear see, know, and some are stronger than others. So for those that are more comfortable with it, um, they're called to share it, teach it to others. And I was highly resistant. And then, of course, I look at my, my natal chart, and then it's looking at my, my birth chart is like, I'm supposed to be sharing messages, you know, and and I was just like, mm -mm, that's not happening. And yet, literally been groomed all the way through from being the grandson of a preacher man uh, to literally being an attraction host and tour guide at Disney and talking in front of thousands of people, you know, and interacting with them. Uh, mass communication, Bachelor of Arts. So it was literally spirit was always preparing me uh, for it. So finally, just to surrender. You know, this is my calling. This is my purpose. This is what I'm supposed to do and allow myself to step into that. And it's, you know, of course, it's scary. You know, of course, it's it's nerve wracking, but it's I love what I do, you know, and usually I, I tend to be I say low key, you know, and off the radar, but it's kind of hard to be low key and off the radar, you know, just literally, you know, uh, you're when you got a bright light. That's right. No hiding you, honey. No hiding you. Okay. For people that want to see Darrell's photographs because they are unbelievable and I'm going to upload, we're going to discuss a few. I'm going to upload. Uh, they're all on your Facebook page. Do you have a yeah. website? I don't think you have a website, do you? We are working on the working website. On okay. You know, the, um, I, I was asking, you know, some friends like, you know, how, you know, can we get this created sooner than later? You know, which I know that they would really be putting me out there. Yeah. Um, but they were like, what I, I learned this. If a friend wants to help you create a website, and they got a busy schedule, you're probably not going to have your website built anytime soon. It's more or less like better to go through a professional and have and, and, and have it done. That's what I've learned because right. well, well, you were just saying to me before that you're a bit uh, technically challenged. You know, you like to be out in nature and not on a computer, which I can understand. But websites are so easy to make these days. Yeah. You know, there are content managers that make them so easy. But anyway, so if you go to Darrell's Facebook page and it's Darrell, D E double r hang on where am i d-e-double-r-e-double-l stokes s-t-o-k-e-s his profile and you go to the albums you'll see albums and albums and albums and albums i want to discuss some of them uh okay so a lot of people have been talking about orbs for a long time and everyone has a different opinion about what they are oh they're spirit oh they're ets oh they're fairies oh they're dead people oh they're you know and I would say that, yes, they are all of that, you know, but humans kind of go either or, either or. So there are a lot of stories out there about people seeing orbs and it's their dead relatives or people seeing mm -hmm. orbs and it's, a, it's an ET coming to say g'day. And, mm -hmm. you know, there, what, what has been your experience? It's all of that. All of that. It's all of that. Orbs are conscious beings of energy. And what I've discovered, you know, during research, Orbs can appear, angels can appear in orbs, which is why um, people see different color orbs and a lot of the angels have different colors, you know, so you see a green orb, who do you think of when you see a green orb? Archangel Raphael, um, blue, Michael, uh, red or purple, Uriel or, or, or Metatron, and literally, or it could be a loved one that has crossed over, you know, um, I have several, where I've, uh, I asked my grandmother to show herself to me when 
the, she passed on July 5th of 2014 and on July 11th of 2014 at my sister's house in the front yard. Um, my nephew was standing right behind me and I said, Granny, if you're here, please show me a sign. And I took a picture and there's a ring of orbs, all in motion, and they're gold ones around it. And it was nothing there. But when I took the picture, my nephews even saw it appear. And that was my confirmation, you know, that she was there. Um, I've been at the Sasquatch conference, you know, and, and literally had Sasquatch show themselves in the orbs. You know, right. the Miss Sue was drawing, she was sketching one. And the one that she was sketching was literally the one that showed itself in the orb. And it was like, that's, you know, in, in itself, I've had orbs and fairies appear right beside each other uh, and elementals can also you know appear as orbs as well you know these these are beings that are multi-dimensional so they can interact they can come and go as they please uh, and they can take on whatever shape is necessary for those that are comfortable with them appearing most people that are are not ready for it you know they're not going to show themselves in the way that they're expecting because they're not ready for it but for those that are open to it please show yourself to me if you would like to make contact or or whatnot and then of course they take the photo and there's something there and so for me you know I always ask you if you would like to show yourself or communicate or there's something you want to uh, convey to someone else you know the, um, we're open and, and 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 calling it in and always of the highest good you know the i'm aware of the other stuff but i don't deal with the other stuff who has time for that and if you go looking for that of course you're gonna find it you know so yeah I, absolutely exactly so i don't yeah. go looking for that um, if you go looking for it or if you're thinking about it or if you're worried about it like ooh, negative mm -hmm. spirits ooh, damn, yeah. ooh. if you keep focusing on something you get to create it right so you know, yeah, focus yeah, on what you want to see, not what you don't want to see. Okay, mm -hmm. so um, I don't have any success in photographing orbs, but I see them all the time with my eyes. Uh, and uh, I think it was a few years ago, probably about eight years ago or something, I was over in, um, I started to sort of get a handle on what I was seeing because I would just see them and I knew that they were spirit and I knew that they were just making themselves known, but I didn't actually ask them to, uh, identify themselves or you know are you an angel are you an et are you a dead mm -hmm. person mm -hmm. uh, until my uh relative was passing over in new zealand and i went over there and i was seeing them everywhere and i'm like okay guys what the hell's going on here and then i was communicating to them as as dead people uh because i was kind of around this transition this transition of relative and they started to sort of give me like if we show up on the right shoulder, you know, it's it's more of a masculine energy, and it's a, and you know, and I started to sort of see it like psychics do. Uh, you know, if it's closer to you, it's a closer relative. If it's higher up, it's a like a grandparent, or it's, mm -hmm. if it's to the side, it's more like a friend. And, yeah. and I was starting to get a picture of it. Like, oh, okay, but they still show up all the time, and I still don't know who what's going on. <laughs> so many of them. <laughs> It is confusing. How, well, do you, you know, how do you sort it all out? Do you see them with your eyes or only with the camera? Uh, you know, I, I get goosebumps all over me. The, um, I feel them uh, and just I, I can feel when they're around. You know, I can, the temperature changes on me, you know, from cold or hot or whatnot. Uh, or I get the goosebumps and I just, I, I go with that, you know, and, you know, the... Um, I'm colorblind. So, you know, the, the right. colors that I see, um, 
I see different shades of color than the most people. You know, my blues and purples blend, my oranges and greens blend and yellows and reds and, and browns. So, you know, literally over the years trying to, you know, the um, use my intuition to guess what color, you know, outfit I'm wearing or whatnot. Um, when my sister didn't want to play games with me and say, oh, yeah, yeah, that's blue. And it's like, you know, dude, what are you doing wearing pink? And it's pink. What's pink? <laughs> so the you know but literally the i would just allow myself um to feel it you know and and being out here in sedona what i noticed was when i was at bell rock um bell rock strongest vortex here energy wise and it's the divine masculine and the divine feminine so yeah both but it was the strongest place for me to be able to connect with my guides you know the um, the angels the beloved uh, loved ones that have passed over whatnot and i just i kept i started asking you know to help me to be able to identify them or to recognize when they're around or trying to get my attention and most of all to help me to trust what i'm hearing trust okay. what i'm feeling so okay 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 so you don't specifically see them with your physical eyes but mm. you get a knowing and a feeling and a and a, a clear audio like you get a knowing mm -hmm. as like okay they're here and then you mm -hmm. just point the camera and off mm -hmm. you go mm -hmm. right yeah okay Okay. And, and, and that just, you know, and sometimes literally, you know, you just like, you know, goosebumps everywhere. And it's like, okay, something's here. And then take the picture and it's like, ah, there it is. You know, or you're, you're walking and then you get that, you know, that, that cult, you, you walk into a cold spot and like, there's something here. You take the picture and sure enough. And it's like, uh, it's like the energy shifts. There's like portals, you know, it's like energy portals. And, you know, here in Sedona, you got electromagnetic and magnetic energy. And Sedona is like a giant bowl. You've got the, the vortexes all around, you know, so whether you're coming up from Phoenix or you're coming in from Cottonwood or you're coming down from Flagstaff, you're driving into it, you know, and, and literally it's like they're the vortexes in the village, vortexes in up, uptown, vortexes in West Sedona and, the, and, and in the canyon, but literally it's all over the place. So it's like a giant, it's like a little bubble if you will you know ten thousand people live here but anywhere between two to ten million visit per year you know so that's a lot of people you know flowing through here and sedona's it's, it's on the ley line grid too you know it's connected with shasta so people that come here they feel they feel that energy some don't feel it because they're not sensitive to it but usually uh it triggers their awakening you know and literally i was called here you know during my spiritual awakening um you know at uh 38 uh, which that's crazy in itself i had a dream at 12 that i saw my funeral and i was like whoa and out, out of body experience and crying and everything and i'm like there's a lot of people here when does this happen and i got 38 so i was terrified you know i'm at 12 years old i had i have literally a lucid dream about my my funeral whole bunch of people there and i'm physically crying and I asked when it happens and I got 38 and it's like, how often does that happen? And you ask like, when, when, when is this going to happen? And it's like, I, I actually got the, the time frame, but what it, it actually was, was the, the awakening, my spiritual awakening at 38, you know, cause it's like, uh, you know, I right. thought I was going to die, but it was the death of the old me and the birthing of the new me. Uh, and, and, and me coming here to Sedona. So literally those three weeks and something happened to me every single day leading up to my birthday, uh, November 20th, you know, so from the fifth you know, and being here through that 11, 11 and whatnot, but literally that was, I was experiencing things that I, I couldn't explain. And on November 19th, at Bell Rock, you know, I'm asking for a sign and then I take the picture 
and lo and behold, you know, the face in the cloud appears. Uh, and for people that see that photo, um, uh, people see various things. Some people see the angel wing in it. Some people see a Sasquatch face in it. Some people see a, a, a native elder in it. Uh, some people see the Ponte in it, but it's literally that th what showed itself that day. So many people see various things in it. And when you zoom into it, you can literally see the teeth, you know, of the face in the clouds. Like you can see the teeth, <laughs> individual teeth uh, in, in this beans, you know, the face. And it's like, okay, I was asking our King Michael for a sign and that's what showed up. I took seven photos of it too. And it just kept changing. Just looking at some of the photographs on your page. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at the album called uh, Angels, Fairies, Orbs, and ETs. Mm -hmm. So you've got some photographs of a, a nightscape. And is it a road or are you just in the bush where it looks like literally thousands, thousands yeah. of orbs? It just looks like Christmas tree lights everywhere. And uh -huh. so it's so funny that when you look with your naked eye, you see nothing. Yeah. And then you, you, you develop this photograph and there's just, thousands so when you see orbs that are so prolific like that what are we looking at are we looking at nature spirits what are we looking at the from what they've shared with me uh the universal nations so i'm like well what does that mean it means that they're all coming together uh -huh. you know so literally elementals angels ascended right. masters ETs, et's every everybody's the universal nations we have the united nations here the body they have the universal nations around us, you know, right. so you, you have the angels, the elementals, the fairies, the orbs, the ascended masters, the animal spirits, the loved ones that are crossed over, all these beings of energy very much working with us and interacting with us. So it's a giant party, you know, the, and they and they all show up, you know, sometimes I'll get just one orb or two show up and, and that's fine with me. But the bulk of them is just massive amounts, you know, the show yeah. up. I, uh, and it's always been like that for me. I, I can't explain why. Um, they just they show up in, in droves, whether it's me or other people around me, uh, but they come through. And for most people, if they want to be able to see it or interact with it, you know, if they're around me, they're able to. Um, and just like, look, just set the intention, be open to it. You know, the don't be afraid of it. You know, clearly they want to communicate with you. And why would you want to communicate with something if you're afraid of it or, you know, the but if you're open to it and, you know, especially, you know, the frequency, you know, whatever frequency we're putting out there. So it's just. Okay, so when we're looking at a photograph like that where there's just thousands of orbs, we're just looking at a party of like nature spirits and ETs and dead relatives, like just everyone's there. And when you take a photograph, because it's funny because you can take a photograph in the same space and see thousands and then another photograph in the next space where you don't, the camera doesn't pick them up. What's going mm -hmm. on there? Why, why does that happen? The you know, the, that they can pop in and pop out, you know, so it's. So I, they're I kind use, of just shifting their frequency. They're mm -hmm. kind of just going, hello, we're here and we're mm -hmm. going to be visible on your, and then they can sort of pull it back. Yeah. The camera, uh, frequency of the camera or however that works. doesn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like literally one moment, you know, I'll take a picture and there's not 
nothing, nothing. there. And then the and then the next photo is just like whoosh, you know, the whole right. screen is covered. And then I'll take another right. photo and then nothing, you know, and it's like right. okay. Well, if it was dust, the dust will still be lingering and you know. Right. Uh, exactly. If it was dust, exactly. Yeah, dust. You know? <laughs> it caught in it caught in the light. Yeah. Uh, okay. So what about an orb that when you catch an orb, which you have in these, I'll, I'll, I'll upload some to the YouTube, and it's got that streak. What's the streak about? Is that just movement? Like what's happening? Yeah, it's in, in motion, you know, which <laughs> <laughs> an orb in motion. Uh, and I have quite a few of those where they are literally in motion. Okay, well, I'll upload that to the YouTube. Sorry if you're listening on audio, you'll have to go and have to check. All right, so what's happening with these rocks here? These, oh, they look like faces. Like, yeah. what, tell yeah. me about that. Tell me about this photograph. So literally, the, I was um, there on Bell Rock. Now, this is uh, right there around my birthday, around around the 20th. And mind you, I'd been here for three weeks, but Bell Rock didn't call me to be there. I was sent out to the other vortexes, you know, to, I guess, get simulated or adjusted, if you will. Uh, Cathedral Rock, Divine Feminine, Heart Healing, Forgiveness. Um, Airport Mesa, Divine Masculine, taking action. Um the Boynton Canyon, which is also another mixture of divine masculine and divine feminine. I was called to these various ones, but when I, I finally was called to Bell Rock and I was doing a reading there, I was, you know, had my Archangel Raphael cards and I was shuffling and I kept feeling like someone was watching me. And I'm like, I feel like I'm being watched, but that's crazy because I'm the only one here. And I heard look to the left and I looked to the left and it looks like faces right there and it's like hello <laughs> so i took a picture and it's like yeah those literally look like faces in the rock and bell rock is very much known for its energy and you know people many people have seen ships and i have taken many a photo of bell rock where things have come through matter of fact on my birthday you know a few weeks ago i went back there because i hadn't been out on the land in quite some time uh not to bell rock but I was like, you know, it's been, you know, it's been some time and nine years ago, this is where I was called to. And sure enough, you know, it, there it all is, you know, coming through and filling it. And so that was still here, you know, the, the, the energy never turns off. So when you, when you become aware of the beings in the rock, do you chat with them? Do you say, hi, how are you? I've got a message. You know, the, I, <laughs> I did because I kept getting Archangel Gabriel, you know, uh -huh. coming through and it's like the messenger angel. And it's like, Gabriel, what are you what are you showing me? You know, and it's like the communication. We want to communicate with you. Who wants to communicate with me? You know, could you be more specific? You know, your guides. Your guides, huh? Okay. You know, I have, I have guides. I thought I had a guardian angel. And they're like, oh, you have many guardian angels. You have many masters and teachers, you know, that want to assist you because this is not your first lifetime. You know, even though you may think this is your only lifetime, it's not your only lifetime. And these individuals have been with you for many, many other lifetimes. And of course, you may not feel, you may not see them, but you can feel them. And sure enough, you know, so literally, the photos taken was just me wanting to connect, you know, with those around me. And when they said we are the universal nations and you are an ambassador to us, well, what does that mean? It's like you're, you know, there, there are those that have a very strong connection with Sasquatch, right. you know, and that's who they communicate with. There are those that have a very strong connection with the angels and that's who they interact with there are those who are very comfortable with ascendant masters you know and that's who that you know saint germain uh Cthumi, um elmori and whatnot isis and they're comfortable with them um 
and then of course the animal spirits the nature spirits and you know so it's like so wait a minute so uh, I, I, they pretty much said you know you're you're an ambassador so they all show up the et sasquatch angels they all show up so i was like but isn't that you too know, many you, you know, know what I, I call Darrell, you know what i call them i call them the mob that? the mob <laughs> 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 just they're all in there together the yeah. angels the et you know, the nature spirits the, yeah the high dimensional beings you know, the, the dead people the and, mob the yeah. ascended masters <laughs> yeah I know. You know, all have unconditional love too. You know, they yeah. they literally all want to help us you know, to communicate, uh, to reconnect, to remember, um, and to be aware. You know, because like for those back, you know, our ancestors, these were advanced civilizations. You know, so we knew that they were having some type of uh, interaction. Egypt, um, Greece, Rome, um, Machu Picchu, Aztecs, Incas um Chaco Canyon literally these individuals they they had interaction you know yeah. with 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 some with someone with something um and what do you know that um technology or the the information has been hidden away or or, or lost or you know um we don't have full access to it you know the um, Mew Lemuria Atlantis um you know, the golden tablets, the emerald tablets, you know, there, there's so many different things and they just want us to remember. So naturally those that were connecting or communicating with them before, you know, in the past lives, now there's like, Hey, it, it's time once again, you know? So next, you know, we start feeling this activation or we start getting triggered and you know, the jobs that we're in, we no longer find desirable. We're like, I'm being called to do this. I don't know why I'm being guided to learn this. I don't know why. And you go to learn something and it's just like, you're a natural at it. You know, it's this natural as breathing. Yeah. And all of this stuff is like, I, you know, I really wouldn't, um, I loved watching the, you know, the ghost stuff or anything about the, the haunted houses and, and whatnot, because I just, I wanted to learn about the history and, and the energy of it. And then lo and behold, it's so much more than that, mm. you know, and the, you know, the star beings, you know, the, the ETs with star beings, you know, they clearly they came here to share information with, with our ancestors, you know, mm. and so now there, there are those that still have that information. Um, and others so, do. so what you're doing, Darrell, is providing uh, evidence for people that need the evidence. Because mm -hmm. even though you get the shivers and the feelings and the and the and the and the guidance, um, other people who don't trust that, because I believe we can all get that, but we're not aware of it or we're not trusting it, they need this evidence. And so your photograph is 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 um, photographs are giving people the evidence of what we in the spiritual community who speak to dead people and archangels and ascended masters and ETs are talking about. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. So I want to go into more of these photographs. What are the sure. photographs when you're taking a photo? So this is what I've been thinking about lately. You know, we have passed off lights. You see them in movies, you see them in photographs, lights and stuff as just yeah. a flicker of the sun in the camera. And we've never really seen it as anything else but just camera phenomena right lens flare lens flare okay <laughs> so uh some of these photos the, the purple energy what's happening when you're 
picking up that purple energy? What's the communication you're getting on on what that energy is? <laughs> Who is it? What's the energy? What's it doing? Saint Germain, uh, the violet flame, uh, transmute transmutation. Um, you know, it's, there's goosebumps again. My word. You know, because it's we're beings of light. We're beings of light, even though we're 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 dense, we're solid. We're still made we're beings of light, and it, it, it's funny that science has now string theory, quantum physics, multi dimensions. You know that. So, so if if that is shown that, that there's there's a lot more going on, but you know, still people are like no, that's it's Lensford. That's what it is. Not a problem. If that's what you feel it is, you know, because I'm not a professional photographer. I can tell you the first thing about aperture or shutter speed or anything like that. I turn on the camera I, and I Point. push the button. I don't know any of the other stuff about it. I just yeah. go with what I'm feeling, you know, and exactly. it's, I just go with what I'm feeling. So the purple and, light is the, yeah, same, the, the purple flame. And mm -hmm. what about these lights that are kind of like little pink spots? What are the pink and there's uh, an orb there that has literally, there's an orb there. I'll put the photograph up on YouTube. There's an orb there that literally has the green, pink, purple, like it's kind of got a rainbow through it. It's amazing. The the archangels coming together and, and, wow. and sharing their loving energy, you know, because literally you can have multiple angels together. Um, I mean, think about it. Archangel Raphael is green and used for healing. Archangel Michael, which is blue, which is protection, also lovingly speaking in truth. Michael is the protector. You know, Raphael is the healing. So next thing you, you have an orb that has green and blue in it, you know, or you have an orb that has green, blue, red, or white in it, you know, and these, uh, for me, it's the angels coming through, you know, and sharing and sharing that. And what I've noticed is when when we as humans hold on to whatever it is that we're unable to release, then it goes into the body. If we ignore it from the spiritual, it manifests in the physical, mm -hmm. you know, and especially in the body as disease, as disease and illness, you know, so whether it's the throat, whether it's the lungs, grief, you know, the not processing, or the heart, broken hearts, you know, the not wanting to have forgiveness, and the heart is our vehicle, and we're not operating at full capacity because we, a lot of us have broken hearts, you know, so here we are going through the healing to have our broken hearts mended, you know, and in order to have them mended, forgiveness, forgiveness for ourselves, forgiveness for others, uh, you know, and, and being able to that loving, uh, the unconditional love. And the only remote things that are even close to getting that unconditional love for us are animals, you know, because our, our pets and animals, unconditional love, children, unconditional love, you know, the literally. And they had to be taught not to be able to do that, you know, because naturally they just animals give unconditional love all the time unless they're mistreated. Same for children, you know, and because the children have that natural innocence and wonder, they're naturally connected to the spirit. Well, animals are anyway, because our, our cats and dogs and other pets can always pick up, you know, on, on energy moving around. You know, cats are super great at it. And, and even dogs can pick up on it too. And horses are incredibly intuitive also. But the animals know because, you know, animals have a heads up before there's a natural disaster or anything. So there are things that we can learn from them, you know, just by simply being aware and paying attention to them. Uh, I had tons of photos where dragonflies, you know, just come up and land right beside me. And these are super skittish, you know, uh, 
uh, beans, but I asked him, hey, I have permission to take your photo, you know, so I've taken a few of, of their photos and you can just see the personality in their faces. And it's like, how can you see the personality in an insect's face? Yeah. Yet, you know, looking at the photos, you know, the um, dragonflies, which dragonflies are, you know, the their animal totem joy you know, and, and magic. Uh, also another form that elementals fairies take. Uh, hummingbirds, also joy. Ladybugs, uh, honeybees, um, praying mantises, butterflies. I mean, these all have meanings to them. Hawks, uh, eagles, and literally here, it's, it's all showed up for me. You know, I've, I've been asking for a sign out here, grab your camera, walk outside. And I'll walk outside and there's, and there's a bald eagle staring right at me. You know, and it's like, okay. You know, and then I'll look to the right of me and there's a hawk, you know, like, all right, there's an eagle, there's a hawk. And to the left of me, there's a blue herring standing out in Oak Creek on a rock, you know, on one leg. And it's like, nobody's going to believe this. And then there's the dragonfly right in front of me. So it's like, okay, you know, so literally asking for signs. And what I've also come to recognize, everybody sees, receives their signs and messages differently. And if you're woke, your signs are going to be a lot more subtle you know, for then as opposed to someone who's going through their awakening, someone going through their awakening, they're going to be seeing all the big number signs, 11, 11, 444, 333, 222, every time they look at their phone or their microwave or the clock, it's one of those number symbols, 777, 808, you know, um, coming through. So for them, that's spirit assisting them, like they're starting to go through it. But for people that are already awake, they're like, well, how come I don't see it? It's not that you don't see it, it's you're not aware of it, you know, because your sign is going to be a lot more subtle, you know, so you, your sign may be coming in the message of, you know, the bumblebee flying around or the honeybee and you're like, yeah, go away bee, but the bee represents abundance and prosperity, you know, but you're like, yeah, you know, are you like, oh my goodness, all these ants are all around, but ant represents community, you know, the, you know, the like-minded group, um, you see the, the ladybug, you are like, it's ladybug. Ladybug represents abundance also. Butterfly transformation, uh, praying mantis, uh, being still, meditation, prayer. Um, the eagle, the you know, spiritual, spirituality or divinity. Uh, the hawk, messages and omens. You know, the, so the signs are all around us. And the more that we're out in nature, the more we're able to recognize these signs. And of course, you know, the divine is able to communicate through nature, you know, because literally what you see out in nature is jaw dropping in itself. So, you know, that is divinely, you know, it's divinely created. And so as you're seeing that, you know, absolutely. Ooh, again. Yeah. Divine and nature are, you know, on the same team. They're in it together. Mm -hmm. They're in, they're in um, cahoots with each other. They're kind of like dead relative says, I want to get my you know, wife's attention, like husband dies. Bird, can you go over and sit on her windowsill and just peck at the window? The bird says, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people will see cardinals or blue jays and loved ones tend to appear as cardinals or blue jays. You know, mm -hmm. the, I learned through uh, Ted Andrews because I wanted to be able to understand the animal signs and messages more. And once again, you know, book fell off the shelf and, you know, animal speaks was the name of, oh. And so literally, the, um, even though he passed, uh, he passed a few years back, his, his, his work really helped me. Uh, it, it just really helped me uh, to understand a whole lot more. Not only did he cover animals, he covered uh, elementals, um, the, the birds, you know, the, I mean, he, he was really in detail uh, about it. And um, 
it just his, his works has been tremendous help for me uh almost everything that he has written you know is, is literally you know spiritually based to help others who are going through their spiritual awakening uh whether it's doing energy work body work uh animal signs uh readings i mean literally he has all kinds of information on that and just he was you know one of those you know mentors that even though he wasn't you know here in the person for me uh, his 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 work you know the, has really helped me to learn uh, a tremendous amount uh from mm -hmm. that so invaluable uh ted andrews you know ted just andrews. hands down i have to check mm -hmm. him out okay i want to get more into these photographs what are the photographs and i'll upload uh one or a few of them to the youtube of what appears to be you're look, taking a photograph into the night sky and it appears to look like smoke. And then what's that? Um, <laughs> uh, the, that may be with the one where the angel forms um, literally on if, if it's that particular one where it's like it looks like mist and then it looks like an image at the end of it. Um, and that was. I, March 8th, 2012, sitting on the couch and I heard grab your camera and come outside and you start, you know, it's cold and you see your breath, whatnot, and start taking it and it starts shifting, changing. And at the end of it, it looked like a, a, an angel. And it's like, well, who was this? And who uh, introduced themselves to me was Archangel Haniel. And it's like, well, who are you? Or Archangel Haniel is the Archangel of the moon. Oh. you know and the uh, archangel of manifestation um okay so these photographs of what looks like smoke and then a light is that light the moon yeah yeah okay that's the moon uh -huh. and then there's one that's like it's smoky and then the moon it's kind of got a bit of a tail on it what yep yeah that literally like it was like the moon was in motion and of course you know i was trying to be as still as i could you know just taking the picture but it looked like tracers or whatnot and and then there's that one uh which looks yeah i don't know that's must be i don't know what it, it's like above a tree and it like once looks like wow i don't know what mm -hmm. that is what, what is know, that some of them i can't even describe what they are you know because some of them like i i don't even it just it looks uh i call it a, a luminary uh because it's like you know the shape doesn't quite it's like it's not quite a, a elemental shape it just it looks like something else and it's like I, so what is the smoky substance what is that is that ectoplasm like what is that you know for some people say it's ectoplasm the you know, I, I'm not sure, you know, I would say, you know, the breath coming out, you know, looking like it or whatnot, but it's sometimes like, you know, I have photos where it's literally, it's smoke, you know, sage smoke, but you know, that night I didn't, there, I had no sage smoke or anything. Right, right. So, um, but there, you know, there's one where uh, my girlfriend, she lit the sage smoke and a poodle shows up right by her head, you know, cause before, before that I kept seeing a poodle, you know, up here around her i'm like who's the poodle you know who's the white poodle and she's like don't I have a white poodle i'm like i keep seeing a poodle around you you know and she's like well my grandmother had a poodle but she's been dead for several years and her name was sheree and she lit the sage smoke and i took the picture and sheree appeared right by her head and it's like you can see the poodle as, clean, as plain as day and it's like it's little poofy you know you know it's hair and ears and all of that and it's like that's a poodle um and it's it's on the same it's the same album you know the scrolling down and i believe it's literally there's a heart it looks like a heart full of a quartz um that's um uh, there's quartz in the red rock here in sedona which is why it's so amplified along with the iron oxide and i looked down i saw a picture looked like a, a 
it looked like a heart shaped quartz, you know, in the rock. Um, but literally the next photo over is, you know, the, the picture with her, her appearing. So there are times when, you know, the ectoplasm, other times where it is, you know, sage smoke and it's just things appearing out of the smoke. So it was like, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like literally the, everything's like, ah, it's not real. But it's like, you know, you Photoshop that. I don't even know how to Photoshop, you know. I don't... There's a photograph here. Oh, it's so beautiful of a couple of kids, a little girl <laughs> holding a little boy. She looks like she's about to pick him up. And there's a, there's a golden uh, orby sort of thing. It looks like it's got a face and it looks like it's got, oh, <laughs> my God, what is that? That is amazing. So I call that the Christ-like because it's golden. Um, the, her name is McKenna. And she she felt like my grandmother from a past life you know okay. just you know that uh yeah. but we were literally we were on a camping trip you know my um my sister's boyfriend had been uh track chat you know his life had been taken so we were doing a camping trip to help lift her up and whatnot and so we were there you know and this was back in kentucky and i was taking pictures of everybody and once again you know all these things show up and literally what it showed me is it can appear anywhere whether in Sedona, in Kentucky, um, Mount Shasta, Orlando, Florida, uh, Chihuahua, Washington, Shanghai, China, it, it, wherever you're at, it's there too. And literally that, you know, you know, the, just taking those, you know, cause they, they they were not really open to, you know, to what I do. Uh, but the kids were, the kids were absolutely fascinated and they're like, Hey, you know, and of course, orbs love children. Fairies love children. They love animals too. They love singing. They love dancing. They love laughter. And so it was like, you know, children and animals are a natural magnet, you know, for drawing, drawing them in music, you know, joy. They love joy, high vibration, uh, love, laughter, and joy, the highest frequency. So of course they're going to be around that. And we were all there, you know, even though it was, you know, for a, a sad occasion, uh, the love and support that was there literally it just it all came through and you know that that album is titled uh camping trip 2013 and is you know a couple hundred photos in there but literally this is a things that you know individual around me who were not open to it uh and and for them did not be open to it but yet it was all around them mm. you know and you know literally the you know, those photos in like the, yeah, it was nine, September 7th, 2013, um, you know, and, and that weekend and literally you can see orbs around people's heads around their back, you know, daytime, nighttime, there was interaction. So that was confirmation to me that even, you know, our loved ones are still very much with us because they put on a show uh, for that weekend, uh, being around all of them. And um, that showed me that if you're open to it, it absolutely can show itself. And even if you're not open to it and you don't want to deal with it, there's still loved ones watching over you, um, you know, assisting you and, and guarding you. And sure enough, I took pictures and there were orbs hanging out on people's heads, you know, behind their back. Uh, but they were all around them. And that was just my confirmation that it's wherever you're at, it's there too. Yeah, this green one on September 25th, 2013, there's one of a green orb that, again, looks like it's moving. Mm-hmm. Oh, this bright green with a streak. But oh my God, they're amazing photographs, Darrell. It just, did you, did he or she or it or they, did they identify themselves, this sort of greeny? Uh... Uh, well, I would say that the green is Archangel Raphael. 
Uh, and, and I knew that during that time frame, there was major healing going on. And right. of course, whenever you're here in Sedona, you know, there's always healing going on. People come here you know, to experience some type of healing. And even those that don't intentionally come here for the healing still get some type of healing. Uh, Sedona is kind of like the Bermuda Triangle. For those that are open to it, it's going to have a profound effect. And for those that can't wait to get out of here, it seems like they can't get, it's kind of like Walmart. You're just, you're trapped in. You can't get out. Um, but it, it brings to you what 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 you're putting out there and you know for me it's like the, um lot a lot of healing you know literally just wanting to heal old past life wounds and to work on myself and it's like how can you help someone else unless you've taken the time out to work on yourself and that you know the, there are a lot of us that want to help others we're drawn to help others but we don't know how to receive help back you know, yeah. and so to be able to, you got to recharge your batteries too, you know. And, and it looks like you've, um, sorry, I'm just going through these photographs. Uh, it looks like you've got some uh, UFOs mm -hmm. here as well. Mm -hmm. Three. Bell Rock. Yeah. Three <laughs> lights in the sky. Mm-hmm uh that yeah did you see those with your physical eyes or did you just i did yeah yeah at bell rock when the when the ships are there you know it they're noticeable you know the um, they don't blink like the, the beacons from airplane you know they're uh they get your attention and then of course you can feel it and they're all tingling and whatnot and literally that the one night I was out there at Bell Rock and there was a plane flying overhead and right below the plane, the UFO just glided right underneath it, never made a sound. There was a handful of people out there. We, we literally felt like we were on a giant magnetic hot plate because we could feel that ground felt like it was vibrating. Mm -hmm. And it's like one lady looked at me, she said, do you feel that? And it's, yeah, I sure do. And we saw the plane. And then we saw the ship come, UFO come right underneath the plane, and it went right between the valley between uh, there's Bell Rock and then there's Courthouse Butte, and it right between that that valley and it disappeared just like that, and we were all flabbergasted. It was like we all just saw that, right? We we all just witnessed that. We we saw that, and it was comforting to see because other people saw it too. I wasn't just the only one, uh, and it's like the plane was still making a sound, but that ship. UFO came right underneath it and shot right through that and it was gone. And did you, did you communicate with the beings that were uh, a part of that or did you just get the photo? I, I was literally flabbergasted, you know, because it's like, you know, where you just, am I seeing this? Am I really seeing this? Uh -huh. And it's, you know, the, you know, that, you know, and that was the first, first experience when the shit came through. Uh, matter of, it was the same day that the face in the cloud showed up on uh -huh. November 19th, 2011. And that was like the, I didn't take a picture of that ship, you know, but I had, you know, little did I know that the, the face in the cloud, you know, the, when I, I went to look at it, that that's what I saw. And there were uh, people over at Cathedral Rocks that said they actually saw the ship over a cathedral but it was appearing as a cloud over at bell rock you know so you know and then if you look at the photo you can actually see like um, a temporal distortion or whatnot over uh at the back of the cloud like it looks like the ship emitting something and as 
uh, that was well, you know, out of my area of expertise at the time because I didn't even know what the heck I was looking at. So, so this photograph of a looks like lightning, but like squiggly colored, multicolored lightning. What's that? <laughs> so that was an actual ship over at Bell Rock. I saw the ship. I saw it blinking. So when I went to take the picture, I ended up getting the squiggly colored lines and it's like, that's different you know yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm expecting the ship to show up but it, it um i've had people say it looks like light language light language um that's you know that's you know the because it's different colors and whatnot different but colors, yeah. i saw the ship i saw the ship blinking you know turning different colors that's what i saw <laughs> so well, i went to take the picture of, of the ship and i instead i get all the you know the different you know squiggly lines and whatnot and it's like I don't know what I'm looking at here. I'm pretty sure I'm looking at a ship because it's doing all its weird things, but I don't know where the squiggly lines came from. So that was uh, that, and I haven't really seen that since. You know that that right. appeared uh, that and and that was it. So literally, I was just trying to document everything um, from mm -hmm. my own you know, you know, my own proof that I'm asking for signs, I'm asking for confirmation. Uh, I'm as skeptical as I'll get out, you know, if you're here, show me. Because um, literally it's like, uh, you know, people say this stuff isn't real and it doesn't exist. So here I am in Sedona, you know, because I'm guided out here to Sedona. So I might as well go ahead and, you know, if you're real, it's real. And if it's not, then I can be at peace with that. And well, it's real. My goodness, it's real. And it, it, it's so much more. Um, so there, there were things where I just, I couldn't explain it. So mm -hmm. literally, but that's where they were saying the universal nation. So a little bit of every, everyone or everything showing up to say, Hey, you know, we're from this quadrant or hello, you know, we're from over here. And so literally it's like, you're, um, like an intern, you know, the you intern for this group or whatnot. And <gasps> when your intern is okay. complete, your shirt just went from orange to pink again. Okay. It's pink again. <laughs> And, but the thing is, I wasn't seeing things before. Like, hopefully it's on the recording. It has gone from orange, but it's gone pink and it's shimmering. It's shimmering pink. It's like hot pink, hot pink. Yeah. Danielle, and it's uh, shimmering. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very comfortable in my, in, in my uh, masculinity, but it's like the, yeah, I can assure you it's orange. This is orange is all get out. So it's. You are a masculine <laughs> Terrell, you are magical. Okay, I, I wanted to talk about what I saw the other day. You know, my neighbour came over. She used to work in the, for the Catholic Church, very Catholic uh -huh. Italian, um, and she's um, unemployed at the moment. She lost her job. Anyway, so she's doing a lot of gardening, and, uh, and she came over and she was having a chat. And as I was chatting to her, out of my periphery, I saw this, this golden um, orb that was about the size of a walnut, about an arm's length away, that were kind of, it felt like it made a noise, but I didn't hear a noise, but it felt like it made a noise. It kind of went, like, <laughs> even though I did not hear that, I can't explain how you can know that it sort of had a, a feeling to it. And when uh -huh. I looked at it, it wasn't there. And, and it left a sort of streak, a bit like this streak that, that I'm looking at in this photograph, except it wasn't multicolored, it was gold. Mm -hmm. What are you getting that was? Because I had never seen that before. My dear, the, you have a very high vibrational frequency, you know, and here's the goosebumps again. So <laughs> the, and it, it, what it feels to me, you're able to see it literally with your eyes. So your clairvoyance is incredibly strong, 
you know, Getting stronger so, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, so literally that was, you know, confirmation for you. There's goosebumps again uh, that you saw what was around her. You know, and you, the elementals, you know, they love it when you're out in the garden. They love it when you're out in nature. They love it when you're um, taking care of animals, you know, because that's um, that's their element, yeah. you know. So and literally her being out there will not surprise me in the least that, you know, they're out there communing and interacting with her. And there you are being able to see it, you know, and and to hear it you know, too, you know, the, and trust what you're feeling and what you're hearing. Cause if, if it's making sounds or moving, it's wanting to get your attention, yeah. you know, it got you know, my attention. All right. Cause she's talking yak, 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 yak. And then I turn <laughs> my head and I'm looking at the corner of the, of the room. Right. And she's like, what are you looking at? And I'm yeah. like, Oh my God. And I explained it to her and she just goes, uh-huh. Like she thinks uh -huh. I'm crazy. Uh -huh. You know, you know, cause she, she's closed off to that. And yet, you know, there they are wanting to communicate with her, but she's closed up to their communication, knocking, but won't open the door. Whereas you're like, you know, it, it's done came right on in, you know, so it's yeah. so they show themselves it to felt, those it who felt like an elemental. It felt mm -hmm. like an it felt like an elemental. I, I, you know, I was just trying to put two and two together because I had never seen anything like that before. And she was there. So I thought, okay, well, she's got something to do with this. But it definitely felt very elemental-ish. It was mm -hmm. so bright. It was so bright. Uh, it's amazing when you see them with your eyes how I said, did you see that, that flash of light? And she said, <laughs> I didn't see anything. And I'm like, okay. So, yeah. um, But, you know, what's interesting, uh, Darrell, is that as the frequency is shifting on our planet, and the veil is lifting. These, these are some terms that we sort of bandy around in the spiritual mm -hmm. community. Phenomena like this, and as you raise your frequency and you open your third eye chakra, you know, these things are becoming more prominent. It's, it, there's a few things happening. We're evolving, energy shifting on the planet, and so frequency is changing. And so what has been deemed subtle energy and invisible to the physical eye or invisible, invisible even to the spiritual eye or third eye, uh, is becoming more prominent and we're becoming more aware of it. And, and I've mm -hmm. noticed that I have sort of said to spirit, you know, I want to see with my physical eyes. And they said to me years ago, no, you don't. Cause you know how some people see ghosts as real as people and they see them walking everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And um, I've interviewed a few people on the show like that, like Jamie Butler. And I said, Oh, I want to see that. And they said, no, you don't. And I said, why not? And they said, do you know how confusing it is if you don't know if you're looking at a person or a spirit? And I'm like, Oh yeah, that would be really confusing. Wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but I see the lights, you know, and all mm -hmm. different colors yeah. Uh, all different colors and because when it happens my 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 human mind goes wow and I go into this like wow that sort of like confusion like what just happened like into I go into the questioning mind yeah I don't have access well I don't have as clear <laughs> access to what it is I'm seeing because I'm in that like oh you know what I mean whereas yeah when you're not in that questioning mind, you get more clear access as to what you're seeing. Like, do you find that when you're taking photographs? Oh, absolutely. And, and literally when I, I came here um, back in 2011, you know, I just, I, I kept asking, I want to be able to see, hear, feel, and know, help, help me. How, how do I strengthen this? And I started getting, receiving the downloads, you know, be out in nature more, be out in nature more. Why? Cause that's where the messages are at. Oh, Okay. Okay. Uh -huh. uh, and nature's healing, 
you know, being out in nature helps you to, uh, to detox, you know, and to release and let go of whatever emotions are holding on to. And, you know, that same misery loves company is very true. So when you're around negative people, what do you know? And if you're highly empathic and super sensitive, you pick up on everything, you know? So literally it was, it was a complete reversal for me. You know, I started, um, giving away all my my dvds and, and my music you know that i no longer listen to and you know i gave away all my hard hard dvds my friday the 13th and nightmare on Nymph street series and they're like why are you giving this away because it no longer resonates with me exactly. you know is, is, that, is that a frequency that i just i no longer care to deal with yeah. you know so but here you're more than welcome to it if you want it and you know i had a, a friend say to me that uh you know if if it no longer serves you let it go you know the, so something new can come else can come into it uh for you and literally i was trying to get back here to sedona and i wanted to move back by december instead of january of that year and it's like why can't i leave and it's like because you're still holding on to things you know and i had a, fr a friend that i met out here he called me up and he said as you start to release and let go of the things that no longer serve you you're going to find yourself getting much much lighter what do you know you know and sure enough so i you know my family thought i was absolutely off my rocker you know for giving away you know music but it's but it's a low frequency you know i'm listening to stuff that's just you know why do i feel this way after i listen to this or and i realize oh you know because music is music is frequency too and when you're listening to music that's jovial and uplifting you it inspires you and uplifts you when you're listening to music that you know it can t pull at your heartstrings and have you crying and bawling you know mm -hmm. so music you know music is a universal language also you know music and sound so that was literally learning learning in the real time and i was like okay you know because this was all brand new uh to me and it's a lot of it i'm still learning uh mm -hmm. a lot of this you know i'm no expert you know, i don't proclaim to be an expert i just simply someone that i wanted to know you mm -hmm. know and i said mm -hmm. i'm open i'm open and I, what can I say, you know, the responses that I've gotten back uh, and the best way that I could show that was literally, you know, take the photos and create a photo album of the things that I was experiencing. And so for most people they are like, ah, oh, that's lens flare, that's dust. Okay. You know, you know, yeah. if, and but for for some things like there's a picture of the butterfly you know that i took on there yeah. and the and there's nothing on the butterfly's wing and then the very next photo this little bean appears on the butterfly's wing and it's like it's it's got its own arms its own body it's it's literally like there's a little elemental fairy being on the butterfly's wing at the very top or is it near its it body is down near its body if you see the branch yeah. and you and you look up and then you'll see um, you'll see the little oh, bean. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. If you okay, I'll put the two mm -hmm. photos up. So mm -hmm. one photo, it's dark, and then the next photo, yeah, it looks shimmering, like it's uh -huh. shimmering. And, and then once again, Archangel Gabriel was saying, you know, take a picture of the butterfly. It's just a butterfly, you know. But you know, I'm here and take a picture of the butterfly. Okay, I'll listen. So I took a picture of the butterfly. I took two photos, and it's you see it. There's nothing there, and then the next photo, it's there. Yeah, you know, and it's like, what is that? Yeah, you know, so it's you know, yeah. I can't explain that, but uh, so a bean literally appeared on the butterfly's wing. Oh, your, and, your photographs are just so awesome, they're just yeah. so awesome. But how amazing when we're able to see all this stuff with our eyes, like maybe it yeah. would be confusing, but I it would be, yeah, I think it would be yeah. very cool. 
I just wanted to be able to see and know, you know, so I just mm -hmm. kept asking and, you know, the, usually for those that have really strong intuition, one of our greatest challenges is to be able to trust, you know, trust what we're receiving because just, you know, how do I know that's what I'm getting? And, you know, so then of course your body starts to give you the signs and the messages, the, you know, the, the gut feeling, the tingly sensation, right side, is the father side which is also the action side left side is the mother side which is the receiving side you know so if you're getting goosebumps on the right side what are you needing to take action on you know or what are you needing to slow down on if you're getting on the left side what do you need to be open to receiving you know or are you letting yourself to receive back are you giving too much uh, and these are things that only, only we would know you know what you know as we're doing it because you know, empaths love to help others. It's as natural as breathing to us. We've got to help and we are fix somebody, but you can't fix anybody unless they're open to be fixed. You can't help anybody unless they're open to, for the help, you know, and turn around. Same thing with us. Are we open to receive the help for everything we're giving and doing for everybody else? Somebody wants to give back to us, but what's the first thing we say? No, you can't, you don't have to do that. No, that's okay. No, oh you're fine. God, Darrell, I've seen healers do like just literally shut the door like they're out there helping everybody and then you offer some health advice and they like block you on Facebook you know because they're so not open to receiving it's almost as if it's been conditioned in them that receiving something is a sin like I've got to help um yeah it's just I, I have to say I'm like that too I, yeah. I, I rarely the, go and have healings myself <laughs> the wounded the, the wounded healer Chiron the, the wounded, wounded healer yeah. you know because we want to help everybody else but we're we shut it down ourselves right. and so what what i share with people is like this the people that you're helping the there's at least one or two of them that actually recognize what you bring to their life they know that if you were not in their life their life, their life would no, not be what it is today and for some of them they want to get back to you they want to acknowledge you they want to show you appreciation but they only know how to do it in the ways they've been taught so they're going to ask you know hey is there anything you need anything i can do for you anything i can bring you and of course our first response is nope i'm good don't worry about it but when you do that when you say no you deny them the ability to give back to you. You exactly. deny them the ability uh, to show you appreciation and love. And the whole time you're saying, I wish somebody would acknowledge me or appreciate me or show me love. And they're literally wanting to do that, but you're, you, you've got them holding them by the head, you know, and they're just like, I want to give this to you. You're like, no, 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 I'm fine. And so I know. I, I know. Yeah. Sorry. Go on. And so you know, you're not able to recharge your batteries. You know, I have, you're, I have a friend that, um, you know, was doing some healing work and she came to Sydney and I met her and, and she was saying, oh, you know, I've got no money. I really need some money. I really need some money. I don't know how I'm going. I'm like, just offer your healings. But she was kind of unsure and everything. So she's on her way. She was staying at a friend's place, another friend's place. She's on her way. She's walking from my her the friend's place to the doll office, you know, to get um, payments from the government, you know, unemployment. <laughs> and then she bumps into someone she had met who said to her, oh, I love you and I love your work. Let me give you a whole bunch of money. And she said, oh, no, 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 I couldn't accept that. And then goes to the unemployment office and gets like, I know, isn't it crazy? It's, it, it's what we do. I know. Um, it's like the... when you ask for it, be open to receive it in whatever form it comes. But And so this person that offered her had this really high-powered a corporate job like she had plenty of money she offered her a rather large sum of money too 
which was hard to sort of like, you know, she's going to get a couple of hundred dollars from the government and she's offering her <laughs> thousands. I, I know. It's just crazy how we just block what we ask for sometimes. Self-worth that, you know, the, the wounded healer tends to have self-worth issues, you know, yeah. uh, incredibly talented at what they do. Right. Uh, people seek them, seek them out for it because literally what they're doing is has a profound effect on individuals, right. but because they, they don't have the self-confidence um to be able to receive it they you know they're you know they block themselves and so here we are working to do our best to be able to you know to shift that and this year you know 2020 has been the year it's a blessing in disguise a lot of people's like can't wait for this year to be over um but mm -hmm. for many it has allowed for them to start something new uh, it has allowed for them to address fears you know that they they thought they they couldn't address or face Absolutely. and you know and, and it's a, so blessing in disguise really you know huge, huge. and you know we got you know there's six eclipses this year every eclipse brings major completion every right. eclipse and we had five eclipses last year and we could not wait for 2019 to be over with we can't wait for this year to be done and it's like you look, you know, 2020, like there's six eclipses. 2020 is going to be, you know, a, a, a game changer. And, but only the astrologer would be like, this is coming. Every full moon brings completion. Every full moon brings completion. Uh, so literally, you know, every month there's full moon. Sometimes there may be a blue moon and you, and you have to, but when you have a full moon, which we just had the Gemini full moon with the lunar eclipse back on the 30th, mm -hmm. completion 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 not only that the eclipses ended in cancer and capricorn uh, they they ended back in, in in july um with the last one in capricorn but those polar opposites cancer and capricorn is winter and summer you know and they fourth house and the tenth house so family and career so a lot of people have been witnessing major transformations and changes in their family and career you know, mm. especially this year, but for the past few years, that's been the thing. Mm. Now the eclipses are moving into Gemini and Sagittarius, which are also polar opposites. And Gemini, short distance travel, communication, how we learn, speak, interact with others. Sagittarius, long distance travel, and the teacher, you know, teaching, sharing information. Mm -hmm. So now you have people learning new things. You have people, you know, the, you know, you know, do you understand the words coming out of my mouth? Is their communication clear? And, you know, and learning new things. So literally, you have, we had the, you know, back in January, we had the Cancer Full Moon Lunar Eclipse. And it was, so here we go, you know, there's, here's the family, here's, you know, mom, dad, brother, sister, siblings, intimate partner, that's coming up, uh, Capricorn career, job, career, profession, uh, hobby turning into career, we noticed that this being geared up and for past few years, and now here it is full, full go. Um, this past eclipse uh, the, the, uh, in Gemini, it's the first one we've had in Gemini in almost 18 years. So it's a big deal because we just had, we had the one in Sagittarius back in June. So, you know, new ideas, you know, new information and Sagittarius is freedom, freedom, you know. So now, you know, the our freedoms being, you know, triggered, our, our communication being triggered, our relationships being triggered, our career being triggered. These are all things that, you know, if you're ready for it, if you're asking for it, that's what's now, you know, taking place. And, you know, for me, it's the, 
I, I don't really advertise, you know, it just, you find me by word of mouth, um, you know, cause it's just, look, those are meant to find me, will find me as the way I looked at it. So even when there's like, look, people are going to seek you out. Okay. And it, it's true. I mean, my goodness. Um, and apparently this you know, coming year is like, this is my year. And as much as I tried to resist it or fight it, there's no resisting or fighting. It's pretty much surrender. My North node is in Sagittarius. So the North, is, you know, and here it is, the Gemini and Sagittarius, they're reversed. You know, the North nodes in Gemini uh, and South nodes in the Sagittarius. But for me, it's, it, it's flipped. So I am literally being triggered on, on every level, you know, to share the messages. And the more that, you know, hesitant or the, it just, they won't let me rest. You know, they keep, you know, nudging me. It's your time. You know, and it's like, I, I'm not looking for the spotlight. And it's like, you are the spotlight, you know, yeah. so no rest for you, honey one, no rest for you. <sighs> You're a part of the great revealer. You're the great revealer. We were had mother Mary in my, on my online group uh, the other day. And she was saying that at the beginning of the millennium, mother Mary was through channel through uh, Danielle Gibbons, uh, beautiful, beautiful teacher. She was saying that at the beginning of the millennium, transparency was the energy that was really amplified and it's been amplified ever since this transparency the transparency of uh everything like the good the bad and the ugly but the transparency of spirit is here or, you know like the transparency of multi-dimensionals but the transparency of all the distortion and mm -hmm. that we've got gone through and and the transparency of the inequality that we live in this world inequality with so many things and it's so interesting mm -hmm. how the the shows and the and the inner sanctums how the messages from all the teachers i put on have this synchronistic thread that run through it you know last month we had beautiful zoe pennon on who was talking about oneness uh, she she has she talks to these beings called she gave them a name chon oneness talks about the elements and she's saying you know why squash the ant or the bug we're one with that too and that was her message yeah. about the equality that we have with the bugs you know stop killing the <laughs> snails and the rats and the and the cockroaches and um and then we're talking to mother mary and we're talking about transparency and 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 inequality and equality and yeah and and you're the great revealer you're a part of that turning the invisible into the visible the invisible that... world into the visible. but i want to ask you a question because we've been yakking for ages and i keep having questions that come and go and the question that came and went a few hundred times during our conversation is what is your connection with the extraterrestrials do you do you have uh, have any knowledge of um yeah i know okay so they just said to me he goes everywhere just like you there isn't one planet and it's like it's just yeah yeah Palladians, arcturians orions the whole mob. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, you know in, interact with all of them um and it's something because uh a person that i met here in sedona and uh she ended up the taking me to roswell and i've never been to roswell before and she's like okay. i'm being guided to take you to roswell with me so we we went to santa fe and then we went to roswell and then we went to carlsbad cavern you know and i, I took some photos there and, and and saw some they had some experiences but literally she ended up connecting me with um you know kiwani the yeah. sasquatch you know which i wouldn't i didn't meet them till like five years later you know the, uh -huh. the, 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 three years later pardon me it was 2017 when i met them but that was 
it was interesting how they sh they were laying the groundwork for the people for me you know to be introduced to and you know coming here and then the you know like mark's you know business partner showing up as a spare guide to me and then turns out that uh harold and mark knew cecilia and cecilia ended up knowing you know, kiwani kelly and just how it all connected you know literally from kentucky to florida to arizona to california to washington state um you know and and all these various spots you know and literally reconnecting with soul family you know it's like this is literally what's happening because we've all known each other before mm -hmm. and what do you know that the same individuals that resonate you know that we have the same share the same interests the same likes uh same curiosities been there and done that before you know mm -hmm. we've been in the you know the, the mystery schools you know with each other before we've been you know each other's you know students and teachers uh and, and mentors and friends you know literally in all these past lives and now here we are reconnecting once again mm -hmm. you know and and, and literally shining the beacon of light for our fellow brothers and sisters, you know, cause it's like the ones that wake up first are meant to go and share it and teach it. You know, you walk through it first. Mm -hmm. So our experiences through our trials and tribulations allows for us to share our experiences in the form of advice to others, exactly. you know, cause been there and done that. And we got the souvenir picture, t-shirt, the mug, we're good. And so, of course, when we attempt to share it to others, some of them may not be open to receive it because now we're speaking truth and truth you know, will set you free. Um, but boy, why is it we're so ex in us accepting of people who want to give their opinion, you know, of something that they don't have an experience of? They've never done that, but they got an opinion of it. And it's like my granddaddy, you know, the <laughs> I called him granddad, you know, he's like... <laughs> You know, opinions are like buttholes, you know, and everybody's got one, you know, and they're, they're you know, <laughs> and not everybody is, you know, hygienic. So I was like, okay, I got you. So be patient with the ones to share their advice, you know, and take the ones to give their opinion with a grain of salt, you know, because right. taking somebody with their, for their opinion, is like trying to fill up the Grand Canyon with a thimble. Okay, you know, let's gonna, just reiterate that. Be patient with the ones that share their advice, like their experience and their advice mm -hmm. from their experience. Mm -hmm. And what did you say? And and be wary of the people that have an that have opinions mm -hmm. that have not done it. You know, exactly. that, oh, you should do, you should do this or do that. You shouldn't do this or do that. Well, you that, need to do this. That's actually been the policy I had for my show. I really never really wanted so much to put researchers on the show. I wanted to put experiences on the show. But I have found that many of the researchers I've had on the show over the years have been the most incredible experiences as well. You know, <laughs> and their experience has sort of made them delve into becoming more of a researcher, like uh, some ET researchers that have just you know blown me away so but I always feel like the experience that you have gives you that wisdom rather than the information mm -hmm. yeah yeah right right uh, <laughs> I feel like we need to wrap it up we've been yakking for ages there's just so so again I'm just going to reiterate that for people who want to see Darrell's um, photos they are on his Facebook page at the moment not everyone Darrell is on Facebook amazing right. most people are um, 
Okay, I've come across one at a boxing ring. What well, looks like a boxing ring? What's that one? Yeah, the um, there was a, a wrestling match, wrestling, you know. Yeah. And um, I took a picture of my family, and there were orbs around them at the wrestling match, you know. Right, so, right. <laughs> so literally. The, our loved ones are with us wherever we go and yeah. that's my nephew and his his father had been killed you know so that orb appearing Aww. by him I, I felt was was his dad you is know that beautiful little boy or nephew he is mm -hmm. so gorgeous look at mm -hmm. him that the, you know the and that's you know There's so that just you know you know goosebumps again our loved ones are always around us absolutely you know? and it's like the movie ghost you know with patrick squeezy and demi moore and how he was trying like teach me how to move the coin teach me how to move the coin so i can <laughs> get her attention you know how can i do that and she had to go through all that grief you know she couldn't feel him she couldn't see him it was when her heart finally healed that she was finally able to see him and then we were treat, treated to the you know the clay pottery moment and, and the um, okay, I'm going to ask you about one more photograph because it's just yeah. incredible. It is, I don't even know what it is. It is a multicolored light that has a, a, a sort of a top, an orb behind it, and then it looks like a rocket that's, that's got a pink. Oh, my God. What is that? So I call that, um, I call that the archangels, you know, it's, right. it's appeared a handful of times for me in, in various forms. Um, but usually when the, and that's, um, it's got all the colors of the rainbow. So yeah. I'm like, okay. So for me, I'm like, that's the archangels, you know, the showing up, you know, Michael, Gabriel, Raphael, you know, Uriel, um, you know, Jaffiel, uh, Ariel, uh, Haniel, yeah. uh, you know, Zachiel, uh, Azrael, you're like, whoever was wanting to come through. Uh, and just being able to see, and, and like I said, I'm colorblind. So to me, the, the colors, like, you know, what I'm thinking is blue might be purple or whatnot. So it's, I just go with what I feel, you know, and for most mm. people, like, ah, it's lens flare. And it, it, Wait, I know people call it lens flare. I know. <laughs> I've, be. Been, I've been watching never movies lately and there's been all this lens flare. And, and, and I'm thinking the director has no idea that what's being said in the movie is actually relating to the lights that are, they just think is lens flare. Like they just were so unaware of it. But where did you take that photograph? That one of the, uh, what, you, what you call the archive? Uh, here in Sedona. Uh, it was, it was what, here in Sedona. But where were uh, you? Were you, um, it's next to the photograph. Oh, dang, I just lost it. I want to say that I, I took that photo and it was, let's see here. It's next to the one with the squiggle that we talked about before, the multicolored squiggle, the UFO. Okay. Uh, I know the, um, that was, I want to say near there the There is a village few of them. Yes, Oak sorry. Creek. Was it near the village of Oak Creek? Uh, it's incredible. It's just incredible. I want to say that was near the village of Oak Creek. Okay. The, and it's my goodness you know sedona florida um kentucky uh, wherever i've been you know it's been right there and by myself or with others and that just showed me that we're never alone um it's always they're always around us yeah. uh if you're open to communicate with it you're open to experience it you're open to feel it um you will feel something you will experience something no doubt um some people they have vivid dreams or premonitions other people feel things other people hear things um sometimes you, you may hear a song playing in your head you know when i was here in sedona for that um, those first three weeks back in 2011 uh i kept hearing bob marley you know really? and it's like 
Uh, and the song was Don't Worry About uh, Every Little Thing's Gonna Be All Right. Yeah, I've had that and, come to me too. Don't and it's like, huh. Um, yeah, you know, and I, every little <laughs> you know, and that was, you know, preparing that like you're, you're in good hands, like all state, you know, it's like, oh, wow. Cause literally, you know, the spirit world is always around us. And, you know, we're always being watched over and assisted, um, you know, whether we're aware of it or not. And the moment that you become aware of it, you know, and it's like, I just ask, you know, I give thanks and, you know, to, to the help and assistance and, you know, and I'm thankful for the trials and tribulations because that's what assists with the spiritual growth and the evolution, you know, of yeah. our souls, you know, and people are like, you know, the, you know, they, is when we're going through something, you know, the lesson will keep repeating itself till we get it. And I always like to say that the people may change, but the lesson remains the same, mm -hmm. you know? And so the person may leave, but the new person is going to remind you a lot of the old person. Mm -hmm. uh, they're going to be just as uh, intense, you know, if not more intense, all in order to get, to get your attention so that the lesson can continue. Mm -hmm. So when people say you don't need to be around this person or you need to stop hanging out with that person, it's about you being able to learn the lesson, you know, and that person is there to, whether the person's there to trigger you to speak your truth, stand your ground, um, have boundaries, you know, whatever it is that person is there for, because th there's a point people are in your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime, you know, and family members, we can't get rid of, you know, they're going to be with us all the way through. So we know we got some karma working out with them. Um, the people at work, you know, that, that, you know, that we interact with, um, our intimate partners, you know, that we're with, um, these are all individuals, your soul has known them before, you know, and here we are being reunited. And I like to call Sedona, um, it's like, uh, the, it's like the, the pub, uh, as on Star Wars on Tatooine, you know, you've got a little bit of everybody, you know, from all over, all over the place showing up here and you know the sorry we froze for a sec i think we're getting the nod to sort of wrap this up oh it's 12 12 oh the it's it's here in sydney it's 12 12 it totally froze at 12 12 synchronistic uh, synchronicity you are a magical dude i don't think i've ever had such a magical dude on the show before and i've been showcasing new old teachers for like 25 years <laughs> It's an absolute honor. The, um, I, the moment that Miss Sue, you know, the, I said that this is going to be quite remarkable. Uh, and, you, you, know. you are amazing. Uh, what would be what would be your last message to people listening to this? I think that curiosity probably brings people to these sorts of things like the orbs. There's so many people talking mm -hmm. about orbs and taking photographs of orbs. And there's a whole lot of I don't knows around it. <laughs> what do you want to say to people? The, um, they're, they're credible people out there um that they fully are comfortable talking about this and if you're comfortable enough to explore that um you're, you're gonna learn quite a bit and there's a book called ascension through orbs by diane cooper um oh, it, okay. and it uh it I, I i looked at the book i i own the book and literally it a lot of the orbs i mean people sent in photos or mm -hmm. photos for her to put in the book mm -hmm. and i'm like these all show up in my photos. So the same orbs are showing up in my photos that are showing up in their photos. Something there. Darrell, you know. you'll have to get yourself a book out there. <laughs> <laughs> the, 
that literally that's what we're the billboard press they've been calling me to ask you know is the manuscript ready i'm like it's a photo book so you know there's no manuscript they're like we need your manuscript so it's like but it's a photo book you know so i imagine i'm supposed to you know share the story of, of what shows up in the photo and select yeah. you know the photos share uh, your story just like you've done today mm-hmm. share your story and then share what you feel and the, and and the messages because you, you said that one of your strongest things is you're, you're getting the messages from spirit like mm-hmm. what they want people to know they're showing up they're saying we're here look but they they come with a message like one of mm-hmm. them is you're never alone. We're always with you. That's a big message. Yeah. But they've got so much more to share with us. Mm-hmm. So much and, more. And it's all, you know, always about discernment. If it's for the highest good, clearly yeah. you share it, you know, mm-hmm. and if it's not for the highest good, you clearly don't share it. You know, yeah. it, the messages are meant to be uplifting and healing. Mm-hmm. And it's true that we all go through their trials and tribulations. People say, well, I don't want to hear about the bad stuff, but it's the bad stuff that you're going through that is assisting you with your transformation. I know. You know? So at the end of each year, instead of saying, I'm so glad this year's over. It's been so terrible. What about we say, bring on more challenges next year? I'm excited. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, and really because we're now we're gonna be entering into the age of Aquarius. Yeah. You know, so literally we're going into the age of Aquarius. That's technology. Um, that's the 11th house. So that's groups and people. So that's interacting with others. Um, that's what's going to be happening. That's technology. So that's, you know, the Skype, Zoom, Internet, you know, social media, all that's happening, you know, because mm-hmm. now we're here. We are able to reach larger masses, you know, and share the message because it's like here we are messengers and wonder how do I get out the message? And they're saying, you know, you know, through social media or whatnot. And it's like, but I'm, you know, nervous being on camera or whatnot. And it's like, well, you're, you're meant to over, you know, to address that. Literally here it is. Those of us that are being called to step forward. And now we're, we're having, what do you know, all the old stuff from the past, past lives is now coming up. Well, last time I shared messages, I was, you know, they stoned me or they drowned me or whatnot. Exactly. And it's like, exactly it's okay this lifetime because that's not going to happen this lifetime you know and the people that you know that did that to you then guess what they're around you back in this lifetime to make amends you know to heal that so this is the opportunity for major healing Mm -hmm. uh and for those who are open to it it's the opportunity and super super excited about it you know at some point i'll start recording and making my youtube videos because i just i've just Look, I'm totally having you back on the show. I just think you're such a magical. I just, you are magic. I'd love to. Even your T-shirt, it's gone from orange to pink. It's still shimmering pink at the moment. I have never experienced anything like that. And I'm sure when I rewatch the recording, I feel like we've been online for hours, that I'm going to see a lot more magical things happening that I didn't notice because I've been perusing through your uh, Facebook photographs. Darling one, it's been such a blessing and a joy and an honor thank you so much thank you i got goosebumps all over me uh, it's been an absolute joy i look forward to uh, to being back and thank you so much for what you do you know the your beacon in the lighthouse and you're providing the light for those out uh out there in the rough seas of life and a lot of times people want to leave this the, the the safety of the lighthouse 
you know, to go and be out there on, on, you know, on that ship with their loved one. But that just means you're getting tossed and turned too, you know, by the rough waves of life, you know, so being able to be that beacon of light to guide them into the safety of the harbor, you know, so that way they actually have a chance to be able to get it or being the light at the end of the tunnel. Too many times before we run into the tunnel to pull them out and then we're in the dark and we're stubbing our toes and hitting our shins and that stuff is painful. But if we allow ourselves to just shine our light, they, it will guide them out and they'll find their way out of the darkness, you know, because we all we all got to find you. Know, you got to get lost to find yourself and you usually you go through the dark to come out into the light, you know, and knowing that it's all all right. Wherever you're at, it's all all right. If you're open to it, it's all right. If you're not open to it, that's all right, too. You know, and just know that you take every day as a blessing, you know, one step at a time, even if it's a small step, it's still a step. If you allow yourself to face your fears, you know, as best you can, um, be open to receive support, be open to ask for help and allow yourself to receive the help and know that uh, by you being able to receive your blessings, you're able to show others that they can receive their blessings, too, because you know, your blessings are your blessings. And if you go trying to give your blessings to others, they're unable to receive it because it's your blessing. So, but you can teach them how to receive their blessing. And that's just, you know, that's what we're called here to do. I'm just uh, going to repeat what you said, because that was just such a pearl. Be able to be open to face your fears and be open and able to receive help mm -hmm. and count your blessings. That is just perfect. I think that so many people are running from what they fear and just like face it, face mm -hmm. your fear, go for yeah. it. In my group, I give people, you know, do something that scares you. And what scares people the most is like doing YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, I told myself I'd start going live, you know, because, you know, it's like, you know, it's it's live. So you're channeling the real time. And then, of course, the, um, you know, the technology, the, the technological technology. challenges of getting it all set up, cameras and whatnot. I'm working on it. And, you know, my goal is to have uh, the 2021, you know, forecast up before, you know, before January. So people at least have a heads up for, you know, 2021. You know, because I do astrology too, so it just you know I like to com combine and blend everything, and mm -hmm. we'll we'll see what happens. So it's for me to follow through, and thank you so much, you know, for ha for having me. Uh, I I am so I'm so blessed, you know. Thank you, because um, it's you know Spirit said it's time to put it out there and to share your message, and you know the. Um, people will seek you out and I'm definitely being sought out. So uh, I imagine 2021 is going to be a profoundly remarkable year um, and I'm, I'm open to it. So I Bring thank it. you so much. You know, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bring it on, honey one. Thank you so much. Wow. What an unbelievably magical being Darrell, Darrell Stokes. Just, I hope, uh, uh, did you see his his t-shirt change for those listening obviously you, you didn't hopefully it was as good as as uh, good an audio podcast as it was a um, visual podcast but it's going to take a while for me to edit it and pop up all those photographs but I'm going to do that it's going to take a while to do that anyway but you can see all these photographs on his YouTube pages as, uh, not YouTube what is it Facebook and he was just telling me that he's going to start doing some YouTubes while we discussed that but uh, I might need to give him some tips on um, technical stuff because he's not very tech savvy so that he can share a screen and he can get up on his YouTube channel and, and put up the photograph and then talk about what 
you know, like talk about them because it's nice seeing them and looking at them and going, wow, wow. But it's, it's really fascinating hearing how he felt, what he was experiencing, you know, at the time, especially the one about the poodle and his girlfriend and the poodle. When he was telling me about that, I couldn't see it. Uh, I was going scrolling through his photos and then I found it and I'm like, oh my God, it is totally there. There's no denying it. Sometimes when there's smoke, it's, she's smudging, she's doing some smudging and right on top of her head is this poodle. And sometimes when people say, see, can you see things? Can you see things? I look at stuff and I go, no, I can't see anything, but this is so obvious. <laughs> anyway, I'll put it up on the, it's so obvious there's a poodle there. It's just amazing how that stuff happens. It's just, so it's beautiful to see the photograph and then hear Durrell's experience, especially the one about his, oh, his little nephew and, and he, the orb, you know, his father. Oh, it's just so beautiful to hear about the photographs. Yeah. So anyway, so he's going to get that together next year. Uh, you know, he'd start yakking about them on his YouTube channel and I'll, I'll help him with the tech. The tech, Because I said to him, can you share your screen? And he goes, no, nope, don't know how to do that. But anyway, we'll have to give him a few lessons. <laughs> oh, magical, magic, magic, magic. I think we were talking for hours, so I'm not going to talk too much more. Uh, I don't know what, what I've got to say. I've always got a million things to say, but I'm going to go and have a cup of tea after that and get into the editing. I hope you're excited about next year. Uh, it's true that what Darrell and I were saying, we always say at the end of the year, I had a girlfriend saying she's had a really tough year. I'll be pleased when this year's over, as if the end of the year is going to stop all your trauma. It's not. <laughs> it's totally not. If you're pushing against what you've been through this year, if it's been a really tough year for you and you're like, I'm so pleased that this year's over because next year you've got this hope for the new year. So many people said that at the end of 2019, like you said. Um, I'm so pleased this year's over. It's been a horrible year. And then 2020, it said, oh my God, did we know what was in store for us? But if you're pushing against what you've experienced, instead of blessing it, you're in for more pain. I'm sorry. It's like the lesson is the blessing. Like you experience the contrast. It gives birth to desire. Do you manifest that desire? So the desire can be, I want more openness. I want more peace in my life. I want more, more transparency. I want more love in my life. And so these lessons come to us in the form of arguments and fights and problems and losing this and what have you, so that we can develop that openness and that peace and find ways to find peace, even inside trauma. You know, happiness is an inside job. Peace is an inside job. Love is an inside job. What is happening outside of us in this world is not the reason we feel. The reason we feel is because we believe our thoughts. We have a belief system that we say is true. This terrible thing is happening to me. So if you can see a terrible thing as a blessing, it ceases to feel bad and starts to feel good. So we have that power to create our reality by how, what we believe. I was listening to Neil Donald Walsh. Someone had uploaded one of his books as an audio book on YouTube this morning before uh, Darrell came on. And he was talking about the only way to change this world is to change the beliefs. It's not what you're doing. It's what you're believing that um, inspires you to do. And I was thinking about that in the form of, uh, he was talking about it on a very global, in a very global way saying, if you convince people to kill another because God wants you to, because you, you give them a belief that it's, you know, 
to be a terrorist because you go you're going to go to heaven if you kill people that don't believe in what you believe in it is your beliefs that inspire your actions and so the way to change this world is to change the beliefs and you know one of the biggest beliefs is we are separate and not equal and so the one of the biggest beliefs in this world that has been changed is this oneness principle this equality principle we are one and we are equal the king and the pauper the slug and the snail you know we are equal with all of it we are equal with the animals with earth we don't have dominion over the earth we are equal and one with all of it and that belief will completely transform this world and just like Darrell and I were talking about those orbs and that amazing phenomena that he is um, he's capturing with his lens is bringing that message with all of it people that die you've hated them during your life and then they die there is no fight in heaven and you're equal and one with them and they come like your dead relatives they come to bring a message of love and peace and equality the ets come to bring a message of love and peace and equality the animal spirits come to bring a message of love and peace and equality it is the message we are one we are equal and we all come from love if only we could live it more in our lives so the lessons in life are here to remind us of that and if we are hating on those lessons and saying i don't ever want that happen again that's going to be happening some more so let's be excited about the coming year whatever year it may be you might be listening to this in a couple of years 2021 is the one that's coming up at the moment and let's be excited for the challenges that we're going to be faced with because we are we're going to be faced on a global scale maybe not personally i mean the world you know on this year has been through global mass global challenge uh, my daughter's been through huge global challenge huge personal challenges but through all of it, I don't feel like I've been through any challenges this year. For me, this year has been um, one of the most amazing years of my life, really. Uh, I haven't done a lot. Like, I haven't gone out and done a lot like I normally do because of COVID and things stopped happening. Um, but it's been an amazing year for me. And yet I've uh, seen some of the world experience challenges and my in my family experience challenges and um yeah, those challenges are our lessons. They are here to teach us that we have power over how we think and feel and how we experience our lives and how we can heal our physical body and how we can manifest uh, a life of ease and grace and joy and abundance and how we can help others and help transform their belief systems as well from fear to love. So, yeah. Lots more to come. Love you all. And remember to buy the book Awakened by Death. It's a great read. And uh, Inner Sanctum, we've just had Danielle in the Inner Sanctum with Mother Mary. I'm going to upload pretty much the whole thing. Not all of it because we were online for about three hours. So about almost two hours of it. Um, speaking with Danielle and her journey, her awakening uh, through going through food addiction and, um, and all that came with the the idea of addiction and stressful thoughts that's amazing and then uh, she channels mother for almost an hour and we talk a lot about next year and and the challenges we face and it's just amazing so i'm gonna 
upload it as a gift to you because obviously I charge for my online sessions and usually only upload the highlights just to honor my guests that come in. I rarely upload what I say in the inner sanctum. I could do more of that. Spirit says, get more out there with your teachings, just you. And I teach every week online, but I don't upload it to my YouTube. I could do that more. Anyway, so uh, yeah, more guests to come next year. I've got a, I've got a, I think Michael Tamora is going to come back um, next year. I've got to set the guests for next year. Uh, but I'm online every week talking about all this stuff. So if you want to join, please do. Love you all. Big love. Thanks for tuning in and watching and listening. Bye for now.